wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Rolls podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Again, this is usually the only daily Royals podcast, but during this quarantine and during this time of uncertainty, we'll be going to three shows a week. On today's show... We're going to talk about the latest plan for Major League Baseball, when we could start seeing you know, an official plan for Major League Baseball, and what seems to be the most realistic plan. So, I want to talk about the newest one that came out yesterday, and I talked about last week how there's growing optimism around the sport that, that we will see baseball being played this year. Um, yesterday, it comes out that now baseball is thinking about playing in late June, and they're going to do three divisions, uh, and it's basically going to just eliminate AL and NL. They're they're basically going to put, you know, everyone who's in who's in a central division into one big central division. So, you know, the the Royals will be joining, you know, the Cubs, the White Sox, the Brewers, the Cardinals, the uh, the, the Reds, the Indians, the Twins, the Braves, and the Tigers. It's not exactly the two centrals, but it's pretty close to it. So, you know, to reiterate here, there's going to be three divisions, East, West, and Central. Again, the Central Division is the Cubs, the White Sox, the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Royals, the Reds, the Indians, the Twins, the Braves, and the Tigers. The West Division is the Dodgers, Angels, Giants, A's, Padres, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Rangers, Astros, Mariners. The East Division is Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, Rays, and Marlins. So that's how it would be realigned. They'll play 100 games, you know, give or take, in this new format. Uh, there'd be a, a pathway to 100 games in this restructure. They, they could also expand the playoff format as well. I think that, you know, given the fact that you're going to have to have this huge, you know, division change, you will need to expand the playoffs. Um, obviously, you're not going to have the set divisions anymore. Uh, but also just the fact that you, you look at, you know, take the East, for example. And, and I use I use this argument for every single thing that doesn't involve us playing normal baseball. The Yankees go from competing with the Rays... And that division, you know, the, the Red Sox aren't going to be good. The Blue Jays aren't going to be good. They're still too young. You know, they're going to be a decent up-and-coming team. The Orioles are terrible. So they go from competing with just the Rays to now competing with the Mets, who people think can win the division, the Nationals, who people think can win that division, the Phillies, who people think can win that division. 
And, you know, it's still the weakest division of them all because you still have the Marlins and you still have the Pirates in there. You still have the Orioles in there, uh, the, the Red Sox and Blue Jays in there. Uh, but that is a change. That is a change. Uh, and then the Royals, of course, you know, you go, for, you know, even if you take, you know, the AL Central, you throw them now into one of the most competitive divisions in baseball, the NL Central, uh, you know, along with the, the Braves, who, who could have won the AL East. So I think that the Braves would have won the AL East. Now they're in the Central, and so now now you got to fight with the Brewers, the Cardinals, the White Sox, the Cubs. The, the, moving around the divisions has to involve some playoff expansion. I think, I, I think it, that's just absolutely the case. Uh, but beyond that, another point made in this article on USA Today, I believe, is the first you know outlet that had it, uh, was the fact that it'll be a hundred games. It'll start in late June. And the most important part to me is that it'll be in each each team's home ballpark. Number one, I'm not sure how you do that. I'm not sure how you can get people in and out of New York to play against the Mets and, and the Yankees. Maybe by late June we'll be able to do that. But, but as of right now, I'm not sure how that's possible. Uh, but if, if you can pull this off, this is the best thing for baseball. Because unlike any other sport, baseball teams can build their roster for their ballpark. You think about Kauffman Stadium, speed and defense. You think about Yankee Stadium, power hitting. You can build your roster towards the ballpark you have. So if you take that and play all their games in a different field, they're going to lose out on whatever advantage that they've created through building to their strengths of their ballpark. So I like that fact that, that we're going to get back to playing in, in, in regular stadiums, uh, in, in everyone's stadium, with no fans, of course. Uh, but, again, they say that right now, but I just don't see a pathway for that happening in places like New York yet. Uh, and then, you know, there's reports coming out today also, as it ties back into all sports, uh, of about basketball. Uh, and Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, I think, asked... Uh, you know, one, one of the specialists about restarting basketball, and he said, you know, I'm not sure how you do that without quarantining players. And maybe he meant right now, like as in today, uh, but if he meant, you know, for, for, the, for the distant future here, how can you quarantine players while also traveling around and playing in different stadiums and, and playing in your normal ballparks? And I've said all along that, that, you know, in a vacuum, baseball is better than no baseball. If you, just want, if you just want to look at it as simplistic as possible, baseball is better than no baseball. You love baseball. I love baseball. We want to watch baseball. So in a vacuum, that, that, that is totally true. But when you look at the big picture, all right, when you look at the bigger picture here, the more we're changing the game, because again, this plan would have to include the Universal DH. If we're going to throw together the Royals and the Cubs in the same division, it has to include the DH. Just a given. So you're going to change that, which, again, take a step back, that should change. That should change permanently, no matter if we're playing in the NL and AL or whatever the case is. From now on, there should always be a DH for every team. But that is a change for this year that teams we're not counting on or, play, or you know, uh, um, I'm projecting to have that advantage. And sure, you can throw anyone in that DH spot, but 
if these teams know that this offseason that hey we can you know we can have a DH this year are they going to go out in the free agent market and, and sign you know a different type of hitter that, that 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 they might not trust in the field but hey I can just throw them at that, that DH spot it kind of changes a lot of things if you're going to do that kind of rapidly um, again the further away we get from baseball being true to life baseball is is where it goes from no baseball being better than you know baseball being better than no baseball to I don't know maybe it's not worth it this season and I like this plan a lot better this is probably the best plan that, that we've seen out of baseball uh, I, I think that having the cactus league and the grapefruit league uh, was always a disaster uh, I think that you know when you change the divisions especially in a in a picture that would have looked the way that the Grapefruit League did look where the Royals would be one of the top teams in their division or the Cactus League I should say then there's some serious problems with that at least this way I can see the method here I can see the pathway that you got to including the central and, and the east and the west I can see how each team fits in and whenever you go back and retell the story of this season, if this is how it unfolds, if it unfolds with this plan, everyone in the East, everyone in the West, everyone in the Central, if it unfolds this way, then I can see how you made that decision. I can see how you put teams where they did, and then we can excuse it as it was an unbelievable, unforeseen circumstance. We'll talk more about this after the break, but first I want to talk to you about our good friends over at Postmates. Postmates is so critical in a time like this because I I love that right now you can get food delivered to you without leaving your house or even opening the door. Given what's going on right now in the world, you can have contactless deliveries right from Postmates. So you can order from your local restaurants and you can get it left right outside your door without ever coming in in contact with someone while still stimulating your local economy. They have Postmate pickups, which again, lets you order from anywhere you want to, local restaurants or any other place that that normally doesn't have to-go orders or whatnot or delivery service options. And they also can deliver more than just food. They can make your life easier by picking things up from Walgreens, 7-Eleven, or or anywhere that you can think of, any clothing store, any sort of grocery store. They can pick things up and deliver it to you within the hour. So just download Postmates for iOS or Android, Find your favorite places, get everything you want delivered within the hour. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credits for the first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days with the app. If you just go ahead and download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. So I kind of wanted to wrap up the discussion with what we do know and, and what, w- what would be the best plan. And again, just reiterate when it would go too far to restart baseball. So all we do know right now is that Rob Manfred is going to release a plan in late May. That, that's, that's what's happening right now. Now that could all change in a matter of moments here. Uh, but as of right now, the plan is for... MLB to release what they're going to do this season in late May. That could mean the last day of May. It could mean the last week of May. It could mean anything, really, late May. Uh, But right now, we should know what's happening by late May. And 
that's kind of the time period I think that we'll know about a lot of things. I mean, I think that we'll pretty much have a grasp on on this coronavirus in late May, and and that doesn't mean that we're going to be over it or we're going to be past it. We're just going to know more information about it and 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 know more about when we can return to whatever becomes the new normal in our life. Uh, so baseball's no different. The best plan, uh, and we've seen hundreds of them. Again, Grapefruit League, uh, everyone in the same division, but playing all thirty, all, all teams in Arizona. The, and then of course this one, where you're where you're playing in late June, spreading out through three divisions, playing in home ballparks. Uh, of all the plans, I think that this latest plan is the best one. I do like the Arizona factor of keeping everyone in the same division that they're in. You know, that first Arizona plane where you have everyone there. But there's too many hurdles to climb. I mean, you got to think about it. Half the day, you can't play in Arizona. You, you only have one stadium to play in half the day. You can only play in Chase Field. Because it gets so hot in Arizona. There's no way that you can have these professional ball players going out there in like 120 degree weather and playing baseball. That's why Chase Field has a dome. So does every stadium in Texas and Tampa Bay and Miami. So they're not going to go out there in 100-degree weather and play on a minor league field or on a spring training site. They're not going to do that. So that plan had too many hurdles to clear. I absolutely hate the Grapefruit and Cactus League. I think that there's no way that they should do that at all. Because, again, in that format, the Royals are one of the best teams in their division. And that takes away the integrity of what this season should be. It takes away the the integrity of, of whoever wins that championship in that, in that situation. Again, in this scenario, where you break everyone up from the East Coast, West Coast, and Central, this is the most explainable. It's the easiest to quantify. It makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. If we're playing 100 games and the Royals somehow are at that point to get to the postseason after battling the Cubs, the White Sox, the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Reds, the Indians, the Twins, the Braves, and the Tigers, then they've earned it. And for the Royals' for the Royals' sake, just putting them in a vacuum here, they're in the same boat with this division that they were before before anything changed. They're the second-to-last team in this division. They're only ahead of the Tigers. Whereas in the Grapefruit and Cactus League, they were the second team at worst to me in that, in that division. So the way that these divisions are structured here in this newest plan, to me, it creates the most, the most amount of realism to me. Without being totally... Normal, this is the most normalcy you're going to get. And I think that, that, that it does include an expanded playoffs. I'm not sure how you set the bracket up for this, though. Because, again, we didn't play ALNL. We're, we're playing three divisions. So what does the postseason format even look like? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you get playoff teams out of this. I mean, I'm sure that the number, you know, I'm no, I know that, you know, they'll pick a number, and that's and that's what you do, that they, whatever number you fall on. But I'm interested in seeing 
which side each team lands on and all that. I'm sure they're just going to go down one through, insert whatever number they're going to accept into the playoffs here, you know. I, I do think that they're going to have to expand it maybe by a team or two, especially given the fact that you're still going to be lucky to get 100 games and you're still going to be changing a ton, you know, a ton of of the schedule around, a ton of the teams you're facing every day around. Because you can't win a division unless you play the division. So now all of a sudden, the Royals do have to play the Cubs and they do have to play the Brewers and they do have to play the Cardinals multiple times instead of just the one series. They do have to play the Reds. You know, so you've got to change the schedule, you know, somehow. So given all of those factors, I think that you do need to expand the playoffs. But this, to me, is the best plan. And I like the fact that it plays in the home ballparks. Because, again, teams, and unlike any other sport, teams can build their roster for their park. So I like that they get to keep that factor as well. I do still have concerns about this plan, just given the fact that I'm not sure how you play in, in, in New York. By late June, even I'm not sure how you can get there uh, in late June, and how you can, you know, transport all these players and and everyone it takes to put on a baseball game. You know, producers and broadcasters and some media members who who choose to go and get quarantined there as well. I'm not sure how you do that. You know, getting them into hotbeds like New York, but it's not impossible. So my favorite plan has to be this latest this latest one. From Bob Nightingale, I believe, at USA Today. And that will do it for this episode of the Lockdown Royals podcast. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-A-S. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be discussing Dayton Moore's kind of remote press conference about Brady Singer and things he said about him. And also just whatever news pops up along the way. Be good and be good to one another. And we'll see you tomorrow on the Lockdown Royals podcast.